0: Hi everyone, Ashley here, and I wanted to hop on before our latest episode to just give a little intro and um, to let you guys know that we wanted to provide some links in the show notes for this week and probably for the weeks following. I know. All of you have likely heard about the devastation that the earthquakes have caused in Turkey and Syria over this last week, and um, as you know, we pre-recorded these episodes, so we obviously um, have had this um, episode ready to go and in light of recent events and the tragedies over there it did not seem right to just continue with the podcast episode and I know that for many of us it can feel a little like we are helpless in providing aid and helping the situation because everything is so far away so we just wanted to be able to offer some tangible ways to provide that aid and to give to the people who are Are suffering right now in those countries so we will have links below. We're also going to be doing our best to cross-check the information and the links and the organizations that we are linking because we want to ensure that any supplies and money that are donated are going to the people of Turkey and the people of Syria because it can often happen that different organizations and places will take advantage and the last thing we would want to do is to provide the opportunity for anybody to profit off of such a horrible tragedy that's going on. So um, the links may change as we Get more information and uh, get things cross checked, but we at least wanted to offer a couple of options for those who maybe aren't sure where to start, aren't sure where to donate, and are really looking for an opportunity to provide some of that aid. So, um, thank you guys so much for your support. We're continuing to pray for the people over there and just for the situation. It's really heartbreaking. So, um, yeah, we just wanted to hop on and, um, kind of acknowledge that and just give the opportunity for those who can and want to offer some support to just give you guys, uh, some resources. So thank you everybody. Um, and I will close this out for the episode. Thanks. Yay! We're back. (laughs) We just finished recording episode
1: three. (laughs) We'll get better at this. This is not something we normally do, so it feels weird doing these intros and outros. Knowing we're like recording some of these back to back. That's okay, though.
0: (laughs) So I feel like for 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 the listener, it's a week later. Yes, I hope you had a great week, listener. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Listener,
1: tell us. Tell us from the future. How, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how did this week yeah. compare to last week? Because we're still living in last week. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Dizzy for Dizzy. I'm Kristen. I'm Ashley. And we're continuing with our journey through Ash 101. Yes. Also known as Love 101 on Netflix. Um, we're going through volume four today, which is titled Longing, mm-hmm. um, which I did feel like was more properly titled than lust yes because there's yes because <laughs> it's funny I feel like episode three should have been titled hurt yeah <laughs> or yeah. pain yeah. <laughs> like because really none of it was about lust like none of them were giving into lust um right it was it was really the opposite of that so yeah. that that was an interesting title but longing feels a lot more appropriately named for the events yes. of this episode which yeah um, just like we said last week, since we're recording these back to back, we don't have any <laughs> new housekeeping for you. So, um, yeah. really quick
0: here, mm-hmm. we can do this little aside that's actually not show related because I have to tell you, cause I'm proud of myself. <gasps> I'm being a finisher. Oh, okay. And because I have this thing, you guys, where I don't know what it is. I will start a book series and then I will not finish it. I won't read the last character's book or something like mm-hmm. that and it has I I don't know why I keep doing this but I keep doing it. But a few days ago I started the last book in the Hathaway series. <laughs> Finally, you hadn't finally. read Love
1: in the Afternoon yet? No. <laughs> oh, and you like epistolary romances? Too. I know,
0: Kristen. I just got distracted <gasps> with other things and I never got to it. And it's so good. Yes,
1: yes, it is.
0: He's so intense. <laughs>
1: He's very intense, but it's like I was oh. like,
0: oh my god, that's. I I was trying to sum it up in a few words and that was what i got i'm like
1: he's so intense you he really helen right that is that who no is that her name feeling no what are you talking about Be, no no beatrix beatrix yeah i knew it was like a grandma name yeah beatrix <laughs> it's been a while since i read it but uh yes i do love and she's like upset she's got her animals right all of her animals and mm-hmm. stuff okay yeah
0: yeah she likes
1: animals better than she likes people yes <laughs> i mean can you blame her <laughs> can we really blame her um,
0: So i was up it, I, I haven't stayed up late reading in a really long time <laughs> oh,
1: that's the and best last feeling. night
0: i was up late i haven't finished it yet but i got but
1: the fact that it I kept you up past your bedtime reading it and that's oh, not was, typical for you no so no, it's not that's a really good feeling yeah um well so i anyway, just well if you're talking I'm about that it. then i'll say <laughs> i just read well it's funny you're like talking about how you start series and don't finish them Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it's so much for me that as much as it is because I'm such a mood reader. I, yeah, you know, like, um, like we're going through, I think we, I think we might have talked about this, but I honestly can't remember if we talked about this in our season four check in or not. But, um, oh, yes. but Ashley and I, me for the first time, but us with our friend Mallory are reading through Harry Potter because we weren't mm-hmm. allowed to read those books as children. Um, even though we were like the same age as Harry Potter. And so like, it's something I've always been like, I need to experience this eventually because I know I missed out on something. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you guys both read them as adults already, but you were like, yes. And I like read through the first book and then I like made really good, like I got through, I was like flying through the second book and then just Mm -hmm. around the holidays, I kind of tapered off. And then I just like was in the mood for like Christmassy romances and that Hallmarky feeling and stuff. And so I'm like, so I'm now waiting for my wave to come back so I can, like, fly through the rest of these <laughs> Harry Potter books because I really do enjoy them. But every time I open it, I, like, get a couple pages in. And I'm like, this is just not what I'm in the mood for right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I did just read a book called When in Rome. Okay. It's super cute. Um okay. Closed door. Like, it's – so mm-hmm. it's one that's, like, very easily recommendable. Um, And it's kind of a modern retelling – I don't know about a retelling, but super inspired by um, Roman Holiday. And um, oh, oh my gosh, I love
0: Roman I Holiday. I know
1: you do. It's super cute, Ashley. You should read it. Great Peck. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. <laughs> um, and but this takes place in Rome, Kentucky. Okay. Um because <laughs> this basically this she's like a famous singer, she's a pop star, okay. and she's kind of trying to get away from the insanity of what all that entails. Okay. And her favorite movie is Roman Holiday, and so she's kind of like, I want my own Roman Holiday but she ha- wants to fly under the radar so she can't take a flight to Rome Italy because mm-hmm. the paparazzi and everyone will know that she's there so she okay. basically gets in her old car that she just keeps in her garage out of nostalgia because nobody will be expecting her to drive some beat up Corolla
0: right
1: and she finds the nearest place called Rome which is Rome <laughs> Kentucky and she winds up in Rome Kentucky and she breaks down in front of um this of guy's house she and- does. <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> Ugh, it's 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 really cute it's really cute and it's both kind because it only takes co- place over the course of like a couple weeks so i guess it's technically okay. like it's technically insta love but not really like <sighs>
0: see i i feel like i, li- I like when it kind of sort of is insta love but then you it doesn't feel like
1: it. it's not because it's still a very slow burn Like, Mm -hmm. so it's this fast-paced, slow burn is the best way I can talk about it. But anyways, Mm -hmm. it was super, super cute. Um, Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed it. So I'll have to add that to my TBR. Yes, you will. Um, (laughs) It was just, yeah. If you just want something, like, very easily readable, just, like, adorably fun, like – You know, it's not super high stakes. There's a little bit of heartstring tugging, but it's nothing angsty or you know. Okay. Um, but it was it was really cute. So, and I'm looking forward because she's clearly setting it up for follow up books because the hero has like three sisters. Um, Okay. So obviously their books are all coming next, and yeah, it's yeah, it's super cute. So nice. Um. Anyways, but nice. Yeah. Here we go. We had a little book corner for we did <laughs> had a little chit chat <laughs> corner so um yeah so we can uh start chatting about volume four of ash 101 well tell me by the way when you're done finishing when you finish like afternoon because I will. yeah uh um, it's it's
0: it's so good I know. why is that whole series
1: so because good. lisa Klaipas is a queen
0: like she <sighs> just i just she, how, how does she do it it's like lightning in a bottle every I time know. I know. And they're so different, and each character is so distinct. Like, mm-hmm. I don't
1: know. Anyway. I know. I hope she writes books gush. forever. I know. <laughs> she hasn't written one in, like, two years, though. Like, she's taken well, almost three. Well, and I don't want to talk about Devil in Disguise. Well, listen. We all don't. have to have duds, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. But now it's been almost three years. Ma'am, like, yeah. please mm-hmm. write us another mm-hmm. book. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, so while we're waiting for her to write the next novel. <laughs> we'll talk about this DZ instead. Uh so like I said, the title of the episode is Longing. It feels a lot more appropriate, uh, yeah, of a title. Um, and we open up with uh a shook narrating mm-hmm. and she's cooking and this while she's narrating all of this, um, and she basically is talking about how like it bummed her out and it really hurt her that none of them showed up for that yearbook photo. Yes. Because we see her at the end there taking the photo. And she can't even muster up a good smile. The guy is still telling yeah. her, like, uh, smile more, smile more. But she really thought they were going to show up. And mm-hmm. so she talks about how, like, that hurt her. And basically, like, and now I'm, like, nervous that the same thing's going to happen today. And she's clearly, you know, cooking food, preparing for them to all come. Mm-hmm. Um, And this is where we get the confirmation that only three letters right. were sent. Because we only get the three flashes to, again that scene with kids in the kitchen right. um another one someone is like maybe on a boat deck or something right um, or a cruise right. or something like that mhm and then uh which is weird cuz last time it was like a ranch but right so well, and then the third
0: one is uh seems like a businessman of some mm-hmm. kind or like somebody in a suit on yes. a bench with his head down yes yes yeah
1: so um yeah, just further confirmation that there were only three letters sent out, so we're missing one. Yeah. Um, so she is talking about that as she sets, as she finishes setting the table, the chandelier comes crashing down on it because mm-hmm. this house is falling apart. You guys, I don't know if yeah. we can <laughs> emphasize that enough. Like. It's probably been condemned. Like she probably should not be in there. It's probably unsafe. I'm um, pretty sure it has been
0: condemned. I think. <laughs> oh yeah, because when she goes in, it the, says like the caution Do tape, not cross
1: <laughs> the caution, unsafe. It's, <laughs> but she doesn't care. She goes in anyway. She's just doing it. And she sees an old flask on one of the shelves, and it brings her back mm-hmm. to 1998, which then therefore brings us back to 1998. Yeah. And and of course, because of the flask, mm-hmm. we opened on Sinan and
0: I called him Emo Sinan because he he's is. just upset. He's not happy. He's drinking. Mm-hmm. He's depressed. He throws the plates over in the Bosphorus because he'll be damned if his dad gets that china. Honestly,
1: good for him with that. Good for yeah, him. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. So he's not happy. He's sitting in the rain. He's upset. He's drinking. He's trying to wash his cares away with alcohol because that's his preferred way of numbing himself. Mm. Um, And then we do see him actually show up at school. But now Ashok has moved seats. So she is keeping her distance. And can you blame her? No.
1: I mean, listen. Like, she's now tried twice with him. Mm-hmm. you know fool me once shame on me fool me t- or fool sh- fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me and so she's clearly yeah. taking that to heart like okay <laughs> like
0: yeah i guess yeah.
1: i guess i'm done uh so she's sitting yeah and chatting with somebody else and yeah. bird Jew is inspecting her we flash over to bird Jew getting ready for school mm-hmm. and she's inspecting her cut and then all of a sudden <laughs> this was listen you guys their chemistry is so top tier like yeah it's so good. Like, yeah. Again, we're barely the beginning of the fourth episode. We're only two hours technically into this series or so, a little more than two hours. Mm-hmm. And we're like one normal length DZ episode into <laughs> this show. Yeah. And it's so palpable between them. And they really have, again, all their interactions have been for the most part like not very long. Um, no. And so yeah but he walks right up to see how she's doing puts his arms right behind her puts his arms around her is like kissing her neck and saying like Mm -hmm. he'll make sure like she feels better it's gonna get better all this stuff so you clearly know like okay one of you is dreaming (laughs) because yeah where we left off last episode unless we totally missed a deleted scene
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um yeah and what do you know it's Burju, who's having this dream. <laughs> yes. Not yeah. Kemal. Because I yeah. think I assumed it was going to be Kimal
0: Oh, interesting.
1: And yeah. No, it's not. It's Burju.
0: Yeah. This episode felt a lot like it was about Burju's feelings. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's interesting because the last episode – we had our our pal- parallels of all of our wounded creatures mm-hmm. lashing out or freaking out and running away. You know, you've got fight or flight, and yes, uh, they all did one of those things. It mm-hmm. does <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a fight. Uh, so is Karam; yep. he's a fight, and Sinan, at that moment he fought, mm-hmm. and Burju she fled. That's yeah. what she did. Yeah, but this episode seems like we're seeing. Um, the, the reality of the feelings with them mm-hmm. and with, yeah, I, I would say with all of them. Yeah. Because they, they had their initial gut reaction. Now we're going to find out how they really feel. Right.
1: Um, so, okay. I feel like, oh, what was I just going to say? I completely lost my train of thought. Oh, well, it'll come back to me, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, so. She wakes up, obviously snaps back into reality. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. And but we are she walks into her kitchen as she's like or she's walking out of her kitchen to leave for school. Whatever. The whole point oh, is for us right. to see this calendar. That's the whole yes. point. And April twenty ninth is like circled with a heart. Um, so you're like, okay, what is that? And we know it's coming up because mm-hmm. April nineteenth was like episode one for this concert. So Yeah. And at least a few days have passed. So it's something that's coming up soon. And so, yeah. So that's this, like, ominous little what the heck, you know. Yeah, something's coming. Yeah. And oh, boy, is something coming. Hmm. So. Hmm. Um, but before we get there. Okay, so I feel like let's talk about all the kids. And then mm-hmm. then let's dive into, like, the Burju and all of it all. Okay. Perfect. Um, okay, so with the kids, Osman is kind of. He's like I said, he's kinda like the neutral glue. He so yeah. he winds up starting to he kind of gets them all to come back one by one. First he mm-hmm. seeks out well, he's like walking to go, I think, talk to Kurem, but then he sees that guy walking with like a big old tray of clams and he's like, Hey man <laughs> No, 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 no. Before that he him and
0: Kareem are hustling kids. With basketball. Oh. They're, they're doing that for a while. Yeah, they're doing that for a while. And they – because Karam even is like, so no school today? And he's like, we ha- we still have a lot of customers, so they decide to skip school that day. That's right. They don't ever show up because they're too busy making money. That's right. And then eventually Krem gets mad because some guy s- starts playing rough with him mm-hmm. as he- they're playing basketball and headbutts him as they're uh, – Having their match. Uh-huh. And then he, of course, is about to fight the kid. Osman-, <clears throat> Osman stops him and then he gets the whole tray of clams. That's right.
1: Yeah. I just love that he's like, hey, man, how much for the whole thing? And then they're yeah. just sitting there and they, like the guy is there, like squeezing the lemon over it for them. And yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, that kind of reminded me a little bit of when like Logan buys Rory the coffee cart. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yes. Um, yes. On Gilmore Girls. But, anyways, um, so. He, it's funny, so they're talking and stuff, mm-hmm. and he winds up giving Kerem the bracelet because he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, well, since this is hopeless now and it sucks because the jewelry place won't even take it back. Yeah. And Krem's like, huh. He's like, well, I might have somebody in mind for that. Um, if I have the balls to yeah, get to yeah. her is what he said, And so he's <laughs> like, and so Osman is kind of like, well, let's see if you do, and just hands it yeah. over. <laughs> and like, like, listen, for as much of a hustler as he clearly is, he's mm-hmm. also very generous. He like, is. He is. Because he could have tried to hustle him out of part of their winnings from this, you know, basketball right. thing they were doing. Like, no, but he just gives it to him. Yeah. So, um, and, yeah. And then, like I said, I feel like those hazelnuts are a representation. I feel like I should look up what hazelnuts mean because I feel like the fact that he's always so, oh. like, he's so, he always has them. He's always sharing them out of his pocket with um, everyone. Yeah. I'm like, do hazelnuts have a deeper meaning or is it they are hazelnuts, I'm pretty sure. mm mm-hmm. yeah. um, okay. Yeah. So, anyways, that's just the 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 Aisha rom com watching person in me that's yeah. like, I feel like I need to look up what hazelnuts <laughs> mean. Um, so maybe I will next week, but anyhow, so um then uh Edda kind of seeks out Ashok. Mm-hmm. and it's basically like hey let's go somewhere so we can talk which is kind of weird to Ashok cuz she's like we don't really hang out like right i didn't even really wasn't even sure that you actually liked me yeah but ed is basically there to tell her like hey i can very clearly see that you feel something for Sinon, mm-hmm. like beyond just like general concern um right. and Ashok kind of freaks out a little bit and she's like crap do you think that he and everybody knows like And she's like, no, I can tell – it basically implies, like, no, I'm also a girl. Like, I can kind of more or less sense this better. I don't think you're being overly obvious, but just so you know, like, Mm -hmm. I know. And she kind of gives her some advice, basically, like, on how to, like, handle him. Um, And – I can't really remember what she says. I don't remember what she says either. But I do – She got. I I think she just more or less offers her perspective like, hey, you know, Sinan is very – you know, almost like what you said. Like, he's kind of a wounded animal. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, got to be careful. That sort of thing. Yeah. Um, And then Edo winds up opening up to Ishuk a bit about, Mm -hmm. you know, her own dreams and stuff because – you know, she kind of eventually is like, oh, what's going to come of us? You know, she's she's had two beers at this point. So she's feeling a little more chatty. And so <laughs> yeah. she's kind of like, what's going to become of us and the future and all this stuff? And, um,
0: you know, and so when she asks Ishik if she knows what a graphic designer mm-hmm. is and she starts talking about that, about how they make terrible pay yeah. and it's, you know, a tough job and all this stuff – and Ashuk is kind of like, "Well, do you want to be a graphic designer?" Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're
1: bringing this up mm-hmm. for no reason. And of but, course, yeah. It is like, "Well, why would I want to be? I am basically it's very clear she's been raised to know that her commodity is her beauty, like, yeah, and her ability to catch a rich husband so that she can basically travel and do all this stuff. Yeah. That she wouldn't necessarily have afforded to her. If she were to be like her own working woman, which that's not even true. Come on, yeah. Um, but when that's all that when that's all that's been drilled into your head, I get it. And right. you know, Ashok kind of makes a good point. Like, okay, I would rather like be alone in the crappiest part of I I don't remember what like sector or town she's talking about, but I assume it's not like a great area. Um she's like I would rather be there by myself than traveling somewhere beautiful with somebody I can't stand. Like Mm -hmm. and, you know, basically saying like marriage should not be just a business transaction. You should be with someone you love because that's what's gonna make everything like, that's what's going to make the adventure, you know? Like, I'd rather be stuck here and never get to see anything as long as I'm with somebody I love versus getting to see the world. But, ew, having, like, a travel partner you can't stand, which, I mean, right. I agree. Like, yeah, I'd love to travel the world, but the people or person you travel with will make or break a, a trip like that.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Very
1: much so. So, yeah. So, we, you know, we obviously see a little bit more into what Edda wants, um mm-hmm. you know obviously ashok mm-hmm. clearly continuing to root herself as the person who really truly believes that what what matters when it comes down to it mm-hmm. is love yeah yes
0: over and over mm-hmm. again yeah well and then sinan kind of snaps out of things a little bit and he sees that burju and kimal are distracted by each other he sees kimal basically staring after her and mm-hmm. we b- very much get that longing in the yeah. way that he looks at her. Oh yeah. And Sinan is e- ever the observer and he sees all of this happen and so he takes it upon himself to find Kerem and Osman and he tells him he's like uh, you know he's distracted by her. He yeah. clearly has fallen for her. Um, he basically tells him that he doesn't think it's actually over. He thinks they should keep trying. And Osman is kind of like, "I thought you didn't know about love." And the interesting thing that mm-hmm. Sinan says as his reply is that he knows about weaknesses and that weakness, that love is the greatest kind of weakness. Yep. So, he basically is telling him that yes, he doesn't know about love, but he knows about weaknesses and how people can be manipulated by mm-hmm. those weaknesses. So he thinks that they should keep going and yeah. not stop the way that they had originally planned. Oh, and he apologizes.
1: Yes, he does kind of make his apology rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, yeah, because he, what does he do? Yeah, he does. He he makes his rounds and kind of apologizes. They're like Well, he apologizes to Osman, yes, because
0: he at first he says he's not going to apologize, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Osman just kind of ignores him, and he's like, "Okay, fine, I will apologize," <laughs> even though I think that society has ruined apologies. And he you yeah know, says some goes spiel. on a rant, <laughs> yeah, but he Osman asks him, which I thought Osman is another one, mm-hmm. you know, he. He seems all business, but he's perceptive as well. Mm -hmm. And he's like, why? So, Kay, why? Why now? And he's like, what do you mean? What makes you care about it now and why? Uh, And does he actually answer? Oh, we don't get his answer. I don't think we do. Because that's when Ashik starts asking why she's angry all the time yes yeah (laughs) and she's like is it
1: i like that she's like is it because you're hungry because you like never yeah (laughs)
0: because she doesn't eat she only
1: drinks beer (laughs) oh my goodness yes yeah um so yeah um so then we kind of uh well this is we get the boys. Yeah, we do get the boys. They're, they eat some food together
0: because that's what they do. Yes. And that's when Karem's like, I don't like you.
1: <laughs> and Sinan's you know, like, it's okay. I'm used to it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But basically, like, again, they reiterate, like, well, the whole thing, though, is, like, we have to make a plan now.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, so, Osman's slowly getting them all back together. So, because now yeah. we've added Karem to the mix. Um right. And then, let's see, what else? Um, Eventually, at one point, the girls show up because that's when, um, and she kind of makes it clear, like, she only showed up because Osman called. (laughs) Like, I only came for Osman. Yeah, she says
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. But But
1: Sinan does apologize to her. Yes, he's like, how are you? And And then he immediately follows that up with his Ozer- to Mm -hmm. um which i think was probably the last thing she was expecting yeah because it seems like he is not really one to apologize Mm -hmm. um and so um slowly they kind of learn like okay look here's what was you know he's following her with his eyes he's longing for her so there's all hope is not lost yet yes so um And I think the rest of this now all kind of comes together. Like I don't think we can talk about really much else. Mine, oh
0: yeah, mine is yeah because right because it's all kind of like interlocked. Yeah, I mean at that point he does. Osman does kind of announce to the to the girls. Um, He's like. Kim all fell for Bourdieu. And they're yeah. like, what? Because uh-huh. <laughs> they obviously haven't heard this latest news and why it's good that they're all back together as
1: one team again. Yeah. So um, because Sinan observed what he did, he mm-hmm. seeks Kimal out to yes. make sure that he's, like, also not an, a total asshole, basically. Like,
0: yeah. Well, and before that, we get a little moment with Horny Hanum, and uh, Kimal basically tells her. Oh, because she's kind of like. Yeah, because
1: I think she says something like, oh, I think you forgot we were supposed to get together. And he's kind of like, oh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. (laughs) And he just walks away. (laughs) Love it. So Sinan um, shows up as Kimal's trying to work his injured ankle. Mm-hmm. Um, because as we know he was at some point a pro player but then obviously now he's just a you know quote lowly coach because it's, <laughs> it's not really what he wants to be doing but here's the thing like there's plenty right. to be admired about coaches so like, right you know but anyways well and frankly he needs a job so yeah exactly <laughs> but he gets frustrated because he can barely stand being on it in an athletic way and kind of starts throwing stuff all around his office or the locker room or whatever that is yeah Sinan walks in to share his flask with him and initially camel's like what are you doing
0: he's like why are you always acting like a drug dealer
1: <laughs> yeah that's what he says <laughs> oh my gosh and they kind of snark back and forth a little bit and he's mm-hmm. like look i thought maybe you needed this more than me so and he then he does kind of go okay fine come back here <laughs> he shares his flask so they're drinking and stuff and it's so funny because I I think Sinan asks him something, but yeah, he asks him like, "So what's your deal?" Yeah, and he basically <laughs> is like, basically, I like that. Uh, Kim all basically is like, "Look, if you're looking for like a heart to heart, like we're going to be close as teacher and student, that's not going to happen. There's no dead poet society here." Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, "I
0: hate seventeen year olds. I hated myself when I was yes, seventeen. Yes,
1: this isn't going to change your life, <laughs> but." Sinan concludes from that still that he's a good guy and not incapable of love. And yeah. so he's kind of like, okay. I feel good about keep like keeping going with this. Yeah. Um and so Burkham now have a run in in front of well Rafik Bey is in the teachers lounge kind of fixing something. That's right. He's, he's uh, talking he's, about bad wiring. And he's more of an older teacher and so Yeah. Kemal's in there with him, but Birju can't see that. All she sees is that he's in there standing on a something high by himself and she's kind of like, yeah. like Rafik Bey, what are you doing? Like be careful. And then is like, "Oh crap. Like I didn't mm-hmm. realize Kemal was in here." So she's kind of stuck and Kemal is kind of like, "Oh, Birdu, Hanum, a long time no see. How are you?" And so Rafik is kind of like Mm, oh, yeah, it seems – yeah, that seems about right. You two young, good-looking, like, of course mm-hmm. you probably, like, see each other and blah, blah, blah. And Burju takes, like, great offense. She's like, no, he's messing yeah. around. Kim all, uh Kimal Bey is um, – or Ho- Kimal Hojom is he's, a he's jokester joking. and, like, all this stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know me, Ever the Joker, like, ha, like, ha. <laughs> and it's and he – so Rafiq is like, well, I'll just leave you guys to it. Yeah. So they're alone And he gets all up in her space, Mm -hmm. like centimeters from her nose. Mm -hmm. And... Does, I don't even think he says anything. He does. He he asks her, "Are you shaking?" Oh, that's right. And then she freaks out and leaves. <laughs> and her fight or flight kicks in, and she flees. Yep. Yep. Uh, but you can. He's like, "Okay, I clearly affect her." So he has a little yeah. satisfied smirk on his face, like, "Okay." Yeah. He also has concluded all hope is not lost. Yes, because. He was One clearly point testing. For yes, he was test. <laughs> he was testing her. This was a test to see if it was going to be worth him pursuing. Right, um, and then, Ugh. then, then the it war- all goes up it- in flames. Listen, the kids are all walking out and leaving school, plotting what they're going to do next for these two, mm-hmm. and then they see her hugging <sighs> another man. I think there's like a quick like cheek kiss or a peck, on yeah. or something. Okay, first of all, he looks like a used car salesman <laughs> that sells snake oil on the mm-hmm. side. Like, mm-hmm. he, like, <laughs> listen. I don't, yeah, he, no, I, he, he,
0: he gives off a, a slimy
1: vibe. Yeah, and I'm
0: like the- – Especially because he's, like, all over her and yes. she clearly is uncomfortable. She's, like, not in front of the kids. Yeah, I'm in
1: my place of employment.
0: Right. But he brought her flowers. He's all excited. Um, So the, you right away get certain vibes mm-hmm. off of this guy because this happens. And I want to say we only have, like, 10 minutes left in the episode. Mm-hmm. But so much happens in those – few yeah. minutes that really
1: reveal the character of this guy mm. it's pretty insane yeah like he continues like you said to kind of try to be all over her in the car mm-hmm. after she's made it clear it's just so gross um yeah and then he it's like then you know they wind up having i think um edda sees them that night having dinner outside mm-hmm. on her patio and stuff because just kind of like oh crap you know right, um right. And, like, this is all – this is all crap. And so the next morning, he even, like, drives her to school. hmm And this is another thing that reveals his character. Yes. Is yes, yes. because she leaves. They say goodbye. He's about to go out. And Sinan well, – h- oh, Hang on.
0: Before they say goodbye, he's asking to see her office. He's asking to see all this stuff. Ugh. And she she kind of begs off. And he's like, well, it's because you don't want me in there. So, he clearly is not a trusting guy, Mm. first of all. Mm -hmm. I mean, the fact that he shows up and, like, waiting for her when she gets off work. Yeah. He's there to drop her off. He's there that same day to pick her up. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, dude, controlling much? Why do you feel like you have to be on top of her the Mm -hmm. second that she leaves you for work and then gets off of work? So, that – That was
1: definitely something too. So go. No, you're right. No, no. I'm glad you pointed that out. So Sinan's kind of like trying to get a feel for him. So he's like, "Oh, hey, how?" Like, kind of just trying to chat with him. Yeah. And then right in the middle of that conversation, that he's clearly not really listening to. Yeah. He's like, "Oh shoot, she forgot her folder." Mm -hmm. So you think initially, like, "Oh, okay, he's concerned because she left something with him," and he bolts off to go give it to her. But here's the thing: (laughs) it's raining. Uh-huh. The janitor just finished cleaning the floors from all the kids mm-hmm. walking all over it. And this jerk just r- does not even attempt to, like, wipe his shoes off or anything. Just no. runs across the entire muddy floor to go give her this folder. And both Sinan and the janitor are like, what the heck? Like Yeah. And so um, it's great because, again, Sinan is like, what a prick. Like, you can just tell. Yeah. yeah. And he kind of is like listen he's not a good guy so i have no qualms about like breaking these two up because Kemal is a good guy and Mm -hmm. this dude is not what he is trying to to come off as and well and they're all meeting
0: at sinan's again so Mm -hmm. they're basically discussing because ishuk has big problems with them breaking them up sure which i understand they're already together and she makes a good point that Burjoo is a nice girl. Why would she choose a jerk to be with? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) little Ashok is uh, very (laughs) naive.
1: (laughs) Ashok, let me tell you a few stories about my dating life.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But in her naivete, she can't possibly understand why somebody as nice as Burjoo would pick a guy who is not nice. So she basically is telling them, I'm out. I'm not Mm -hmm. doing this anymore. And we basically get on this whole track of them trying to get Ishik back on track and Mm -hmm. Sinan trying to prove to her that this boyfriend is not a nice guy the way that he seems to be nice. Whereas Kimabe doesn't seem like a nice guy, but he actually really is.
1: And this, folks, is why we have – this is why we love the grump and sunshine Mm -hmm. trope. And this is why we have coined phrases like the nice guy, but capital N, capital G. Yeah. Versus an actual nice guy, lowercase n, lowercase g. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like you said, Sinon's like, okay, I need to prove this to her. So, the next day, he does the jacket test. And this is Mm -hmm. so brilliant, honestly. I mean, in one sense. In another sense, it's not. Because – in on. another sense
0: he's a little dummy and yeah should not have you even done this no but
1: because it's still raining it's cold out and he's like fine i'm gonna prove it to you so he strips mm-hmm. down to everything nothing um but his t-shirt and his jeans yep and so he runs out because he sees him, of course, like you said, waiting right outside the yeah. doors for her the second she yeah. gets off of work. Even though it's
0: pouring rain.
1: And clearly school is still in session because, yeah, you know, so it's – but it's ending soon. So he runs out and he's like, oh, um, do we even know this guy's name yet? I don't even no. remember his name. No, we
0: don't know his name. And
1: he's like, oh, you're, you know, you're, Ber- you're with Burju Hanum, right? And he's like, she asked me to, you know, let you know to – Wait for her. She'll be out. Like, some, you know, she's got something going on, but she'll be out in just a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wants to talk to me, too, so I guess I'll just wait here. But mind you, it is pouring rain. It is freezing cold yeah. outside, and this kid is in nothing but a T-shirt. Meanwhile, this dude has his jacket and his umbrella. Or I don't know if he has an umbrella, but whatever. He's – Right. Well – I think she, it's just a jacket. Yeah. He's, he's warm in the rain. Mm-hmm. And he sees that this kid was also told to wait. For Berju, as far as he knows. Yeah. And so he's just going to wait out here in the cold. And he's kind of like, oh, okay. Gee, wonder what's taken her so long, you know, blah, blah, blah. And when Berju does finally come out, uh-huh. she's like, Sinan, what are you doing out here? And yeah, so they kind of mull over the whole misunderstanding because obviously Sinan right. made this up. <laughs> but she's like, oh, my God, you're going to freeze, hon. Huh? I'm like, here, take my umbrella. And then and only then does yeah. this guy... Take his jacket off and go, oh, here, here, have my jacket. Yeah. So when Sinan runs back in and, you know, Virgil tries to offer her umbrella too. And he's like, no, no, I'm going to go back in. It's fine. Yeah. So Ishuk is like, but he gave you the jacket. So he's yeah. nice guy. And he's like, yeah. But even, I think it's Edda who points out yes. Ishuk. He didn't even give it to her, or to him, until, until Berju was watching him. Like, yep. he's only a good guy when it matters, which right. therefore right. makes when you not a good guy. watching. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's a performance. Exactly. Yeah. So. So
0: Ashok is still torn. Mm-hmm. She still is really conflicted and doesn't want to have anything to do with breaking this couple up. So Sinan's like, okay, fine. We'll do it again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And it's raining again the next day. It's pouring. They all prepare for it this time. <laughs> he takes off his little outer shirt, goes out in his t-shirt. But this time he stops Kimal Bay and he tells him that Birdie wanted him to wait and he's talking about yeah don't worry i'll just wait with you and Kimal's like what are you doing you mm-hmm. idiot take my jacket it's pouring outside can't you see that it's freezing <laughs> you're going to you're going to end up killing yourself because <laughs> and then he- kemal basically keeps insulting him but at be, the same yes. time is like just go home <laughs> idiot i'll wait for her i'll be fine <laughs> take my jacket and leave and so sinan basically after this is like see, do you understand? Well, good seem, good, what seems good is actually bad. And what seems mm-hmm. bad is actually good. That's why everything is
1: screwed up yep. in the world. It's true. He doesn't, but before he comes back in, they're all watching. Yeah. And Ashok is like, oh my gosh, he's going to, she's concerned that he's going to get sick, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think it's even Edda who's kind of like, is this really proving anything though? Because like, I wouldn't like if now if he gives, yeah, if he's nice and gives him his jacket, then he's just going to get sick. So we're just swapping out one person getting sick for another person. Like, right. really, how is this any better just because he, you know, which I mean, it's a valid question, like from a logical right. perspective. Um, if you're just but looking it at a logical. That proves the point. But it's Karem who's like, well, what do you mean? And he's like, she's oh, like, that's right. Cause she says something like, oh, so you're telling me you would give up your jacket for someone in the rain. And he's like, If I was Kimal, like, yes, if I was someone like Kimal and I see Sinan who is, like, an unhealthy kid, like, who (laughs) looks sickly, like, yes, I'm going to hand my jacket over to him. And it kind of makes Ida even go, like, oh, like, huh. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, like you said, Sinan comes back and is like, do you see? Like, look how quickly he handed it over. Blah, blah, blah. Explains, like you already said. And then she's finally on board at this point, right? Is that when she's like, okay, I get it. Like.
0: Yeah, One only and that's, has- that's when she she brought him soup because she's worried about him because she's like, you're going to end up sick and you well, need yeah, medicine. Well, so, yeah, somebody and- said
1: something about the fact that he's anemic, so I don't know if that's something we were already supposed to know, but. I wasn't sure if that was a real thing or if they were messing with him. Oh, see, I just, <laughs> forcing not. I thought they were just, like,
0: teasing him, like, well, this dummy's anemic anyway, so he's probably just going <laughs> to. <laughs> Who who's gonna care if you die anyway your grandpa's practically dead they they they're such brats to him even though they really actually care yeah
1: oh my gosh that's true um but yeah so he's like all wrapped up because they're back at his house he's all wrapped up in blankets yeah and shook yeah. is like force feeding it to him like open your mouth here you go like yeah she's spoon feeding it to him mm-hmm. which you can tell he's kind of like hmm. like again yes he clearly appreciates it but also has to keep that, you know, wall up a little bit.
0: Right, um, right.
1: And so now the plan, the new plan is now, okay, let's get these two torn apart so then we can get Kimal and Burju together. Yes, yeah. he's clearly the better guy. And, you know, so even if it weren't just to you know, keep us from getting expelled and to keep her here because that's when right. they realize why she's getting transferred. She actually requested this yes. transfer because this is where yes. he lives. It's where her family is from. Mm-hmm. Um Which makes sense about what you had said about the
0: teaching system in Turkey mm-hmm. where she probably just got transferred to Istanbul however many years ago and had no choice but to move out there and be separated from her family mm-hmm. and this boyfriend and she's just been living out there and working. But Clearly has made a life for herself there. Yep. Oh, another interesting thing is we Mm -hmm. get a little moment of tension between Ida and Karem when they're at the house. Mm. And there's there's some more double talk between the two of them about kind of taking the leap and Uh that kind of a thing. Of course,
1: all under the, you know, (laughs) the... All under the... Guys. Guys, thank you. Of... It being about, like, Kamal and Burju. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So then – so, yeah, that's their new plan. Then we are, like, what the heck? Because some – the kids are kind of, like, looking – I think somebody says something about, like, Burju. Like, has anyone seen Burju and Kamal today? And they're, like, well, we're not going to be doing anything today because Burju's – I think it's Osman who's, like, Burju's not working today. She's off. Yeah. And you're like, why is she off? Oh, today's the 29th of April and it's her engagement party. But here's the thing. She does not look at all like you would expect someone to look at their engagement party.
0: No. She looks like she's about to run out of there. Yeah, She looks down at that red ribbon Mm -hmm. and looks like she wants
1: to bolt. Yeah. She looks like she's about to walk the plank. Like, Yeah. uh, Yeah. She even like... She's just kind of frustrated, like, with, you know, even her mom is kind of like, we could have had a bigger, more to-do party at home. And she's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but I didn't want to take that much time off of work. Which, listen, (laughs) nobody's saying give up your work for your man. Like, okay, you can still work and be a good wife and be a good Mm -hmm. mom and all this stuff. But for your – like, I I think I would have gladly taken a week off. Yeah. To do some big to-do celebration for my engagement, personally. Mm -hmm. Like,
0: because you... Loved your husband yeah. and was really excited <laughs> to get married. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, you know, so, that I mean, seems pretty logical. Yeah.
1: And on top of that, like, wouldn't you want to celebrate at the place you're going to get to move back to that you asked to move back to to right. get a transfer to? Like, right. Like, so that more of the people you love could be there to celebrate with you. Right. So that's a big red flag. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, and then... Um, yeah, like you said, you have that whole ominous, like, when they're doing the cutting of the ribbon. She is just, like, not even present. Like, yeah. her mind is elsewhere. And who can blame her? And, like, I don't know. There's only when you, like, see him in that scene. And I'm like, listen, this is, this is not against anybody who gets hair plugs. This is not against anybody who gets Botox. This is not against anybody who gets veneers, okay? I am a supporter of all three of those things. But the way in which they are arranged on his face like, they just picked- Kristen hates this guy <laughs> they just picked a really great actor who was well suited for this like this um to put on this air because he yeah. really really does like, yeah. yeah, like his teeth look fake his his face looks like like i said looks like he's had some botox more power to you um I mean, I, I've i looked into it. I'm like, oh, I, I could have no wrinkles in my forehead. and I, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some really well-done Botox, okay? But anyways, it just – it all gives that really negative, icky vibe off yeah. from him. Um, yeah. And yeah, for sure. So anyways, but yeah. So she doesn't look so sure. But then we get – oh, this – the rest of this just like shatters – Oh, I know. Shatters my heart. Like – I I yeah. love Sinon so much, and like, yeah. I I mean, I know I'm saying that as someone who's watched the whole series, so I, but like, if this dude at this point has not like grabbed your heart, oh yeah, like you're watching the show wrong, like yeah, because
0: or you're heartless or you're heartless, yes, yeah, because because of everything mm-hmm. and because of these points that he had to prove. Mm-hmm he did actually get sick and he is not feeling well. All the kids show up at school Mm -hmm. the next day uh, or I think it's that, that Mm -hmm. same day that this is all happening. Yeah. And, Ashok, obviously, is the one who notices his absence yeah. and they're like, I don't know, maybe he fell asleep on a bench somewhere. Which but, is
1: typical of him, to be yeah. fair, so
0: <laughs> yeah, nobody's too worried. Right. But the truth is that he's actually really sick. He has a fever and he goes to the medical clinic to get some help, but the nurse is like, hey – I'm really sorry, but I need your parents to sign off on this before I can administer the medications and the IV. And poor it on his face. It was – this was another moment. It hurts. It It hurts. Yeah. He looks like he's about to burst into tears. He
1: kind of – like, he kind of – he doesn't burst, but, like, the tears are streaming down his face. He's in pain, like, physically from this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So – the nurse is very sweet and tells him, you know, I'll go outside. I'll go to the parking lot if they're just waiting for you. And he's like, oh, no, don't worry about it. I'll just go get them. Because he knows his parents are not coming. There's nobody out there to sign these forms for him. He can't even get the help that he
1: needs. So he... Part of me wanted to scream at this nurse, no, like, can, like, listen, can you see him? He's cl- like, is there no lot, like, okay. If a minor shows up in an ER in, like, in a right. desperately sick situation, like, the ER is going to treat that kid. Like of course. It's of an course. emergent situation. And while, yes, he wasn't dying, he was clearly in need of right. something. It's so. I still, I
0: still feel like in America they'd be like, "Hey, we need your parents to sign off on this stuff." They're gonna assume that yeah. he's not there alone. That's. Yeah. They're just gonna assume I... it, and and they're gonna press the kids like, "Where? Hey, yeah. where are your parents? Where are your parents? Yeah. We need your parents here. You're Whoa. you're a minor. We need your parents." So I. I do get it, but he ends up, (laughs) he's going to end up getting the care that he needs because poor guy (laughs) is like, well, then I better leave. And she's trying to stop him because he's clearly very ill, right? but he just forces his way through. (laughs) And once he gets outside to the parking lot, it all kind of overwhelms him and he just passes out. Yeah. So I have a feeling we're going to start off the next episode with him waking up in the hospital because at mm-hmm. that point they have to administer care to him because he just passed out in the parking lot. Right, his so you'd have to just care. yeah,
1: use, you know, medical common sense. Yeah. Yeah, in treating someone who can't speak for themselves. Yes, exactly. Um, I know. It just was so sick. So I'm just like, it's just so heartbreaking like his stupid parents won't even like I know. Like you can't even depend on them to just be like, "Hey, yeah, treat my kid. Like do what you need to do."
0: Yeah. Hey, I'm sick. Can mm-hmm. you please take me to the doctor? Because yeah. unfortunately, I am still a minor. Yeah. And I need you to. I technically am your
1: responsibility. You're not supposed to just yeah. ditch me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So anyways, his, ugh, just <sighs> so sad. Poor Sinon. poor Sinon. Our poor little sad, scarred Sinon. Um, but yeah. So that was the episode. You know, mm-hmm. here's, I was like, you've still, you've seen episode five, you said, right?
0: Yeah, it's been a while, but I've seen – five is the –
1: The last one you saw. The last one that I saw. (laughs) Because I was going to say, well, you don't know, Ashley. Maybe he dies, and maybe that's why there's only three (laughs) letters sent out. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't
0: that be the worst? That would be terrible. Poor guy
1: only gets four Four episodes. episodes. And
0: they're like, kill him off. (laughs) that wouldn't um, happen until the very end no
1: that would only if, happen in a shonda rhimes show if somebody
0: really did die yeah
1: <laughs> but anyways so just to make us laugh at the end of that really sad kind of dark <laughs> i know <laughs> final scene uh um, poor baby so yeah anyways for some reason, her uh Burgess fian- I keep wanting to call him Roger. Obviously, that's not his name. <laughs> call him Roger. <laughs> that's what I'm calling I, him. When you when you, you seem- said that, you know who I immediately <laughs> thought
0: of? I immediately thought of Roger from Doug.
1: <laughs> Kids, for those of you who the- don't know what Doug is, <laughs> all the elder millennials out there will know. But for uh you Gen Zers. and the Gen Xers. And the Gen Xers, yes. Yeah. Uh, Gen Zers, Doug was a uh cartoon, Nickelodeon a Nickelodeon cartoon. <laughs> yeah. So look up Roger from Doug,
0: because <laughs> <laughs> he was
1: so he would Doug or Roger was like slimy and a jerk. Maybe he, my, that maybe that was my subconscious speaking maybe, to me and assigning that maybe. name to him. Honestly, because <laughs> I really just kept wanting to call him Roger. <laughs> He's not an American in the show, so, like... <laughs> but in- it's such a
0: perfect, like, stupid name for him. Why is that so funny? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Roger. Stupid Roger. <laughs> sorry to any Rogers out there. I'm sure you're lovely. <laughs> We're definitely not talking about you. So, sorry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um Oh, man. So, yeah. So, on that note, let's... um Let's hope there's not too much Roger left for us to deal with because Yeah,
0: get out of here, Raj. Yeah, see, it's
1: perfect. You <laughs> <Ew>, Raj. <laughs> anyway, so hopefully hopefully he oh, makes man. his exit soon because I I really can't stand him. So Yeah, he needs to go. He's got to, he go. to go. Back where he came from. Yep. So anyhow, um, that is volume four. Uh, look at us we went almost an hour so you guys should feel very happy about that we talked we, we talked about this episode almost twice as long as the episode itself <laughs> so <laughs> uh, anyhow so thank you for tuning in and we will be back next week real next week because we're not about yes. to record episode 5 right now <laughs> so we will be back next week with volume five thanks for tuning in and until next time good introduce Post to call.